When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DPHRO and Rothenberg. So are you and I in a category where you're not going to get me a present? Here's why you're not going to get a present. 50. I don't care what it is. The beautiful present that I did buy you for your 49th birthday yeah. has yet to be used. It's true, but maybe you didn't get me the right present. Listen, I appreciate the effort. That's something you say like in the sports world. At least they gave effort. That's code for we're not very good, but we tried really hard. And yeah. I think that's what he's saying about your gift. You tried yeah, it's hard. Like, it's not any good. This is DPHRO and Rothenberg. You want to give me one right here? Alan Lazard. Field Yates would know. He probably would. I don't know. <laughs> that wasn't a good one. On 98.7 ESPN. Oh, yes. The big 7 o'clock hour. DPHRO Rothenberg, 98.7 ESPN. All this birthday talk. How was your wife's big birthday yesterday? It was great. What did you do? Did you do something good for it? Yeah, we had a nice little surprise, surprise party. Nice dinner. Private room. It was awesome. Nice. She loved it, didn't she? Yeah, because she was. Uh, it was. It was understated. It wasn't crazy. Kids was, involved in the dinner or kids home? As no, you, kids the adults involved. had dinner. Kids involved. Kids involved. Yep. A uh, lot of lot of wine at the dinner. I would imagine. Uh there was there was quite a bit of wine. free flowing wine. The way you live, right. I would think. Um. Yeah, I think you got a chance to experience that firsthand at uh, the show dinner. Yes, you, you partook. You adore wine. Uh, I do like wine a lot. You're, you're a big wine, maybe a snobbish wine guy, but a well, big no, but wine but I never guy. did. Here's the thing, though. I never did. Like, when I first turned pro and and I actually got called up and I was with the Islanders and I had, like, my college suit and I had, like, Aldo dress shoes and we'd go to dinner and it'd be like, you know, you're getting just whatever you're used to and, you know, what do you want to drink? And I'm like, I don't know, give me a Diet Coke. And like, Diet Coke. And then all of a sudden you start learning. They're like, okay, you're not wearing these shoes anymore. You're going to get these suits. And they take you out and, like, the veteran guys show you around and then they start, you know, Buying you know different bottles of wine and explaining to you why this this wine is good or that wine is good, and then eventually you kind of now you're like a sommelier. No, I no, I think I got a pretty good idea what I like and what I don't like, but I just it's it's delicious. Yeah, you're big. Would you ever get involved with like the, the vineyards, like like Tom Seabrook? You yeah, would. I would love that. Yeah. So let's see, vineyards or alpaca? You go vineyards. Oh, how about the alpaca on the vineyards? Oh, that'd be nice. Maybe the alpaca sniffing out the. Uh, the appropriate grapes. I said something to RJ yesterday about some like invest, investment opportunities. Like, oh, I see what it is. Yep. Alpaca is right to the glue factory. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that investment opportunities is sim- somewhere we would follow you to. Uh, no, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I would, would not either. Uh, this portion of the show is driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford group in the Northeast. Huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. Did you make sure to wish Cass a happy birthday from us? She said thank you, yeah. Uh, RJ okay. sent me a nice text. She Actually, her dad, who listens to the show every day, um, made sure that she heard, because she wasn't listening to the show yesterday. She heard it. 
and she was very appreciative of you. Good. I'm glad she had a great birthday. She is the best. I mean, clearly the better half of the two of you. I think it's, it's not fair even, to say. not even close. And I think you would completely agree with that. All right. 1-800-919-3776. So as far as now, you know, the dominoes, does this mean anything to you that Brady's not going to be involved? Because I know Brady, or at least I think Brady was never going to go to the Jets, but does this stand in the way of Brady going to a team that might not have gone after Aaron Rodgers? Now they could, and that impacts the Jets. Well, yeah, I think the team that you would point to is is Vegas because everyone yesterday, I don't want to name names, that was talking about, well, now does this open up San Francisco? No, Green, Green Bay is not going to trade Aaron Rodgers to San Francisco. God, no. Okay, so let's just take that off the table. I would say... I would say it would probably be Vegas. Devontae Adams is there. I mean, it's Vegas. Who else? Is that it? Well, no, I think it's the same teams. I, I, it would be, again, I mean, you're talking about what's happening in Miami. Are they, I mean, are they being truthful? Because now all of a sudden, Tua's out of concussion protocol. They right. said they were going to stick with Tua. But if the price is right, does Aaron Rodgers become an option? I don't well, know. Well, they don't even have a first-round pick. Right. Can they offer? I mean, can they offer the trade compensation that's necessary? I think it's the same teams, Tennessee. But as far as what Tom Brady not being, you know, available now means, I think it's just the one team. I think it's Vegas because it was Tom Brady was going to go to Vegas, or when Brock Purdy got hurt, potentially the Raiders, uh, the the Niners. Right. Well, I, obviously Brady not being here, does Vegas? Vegas needs a quarterback now. Vegas has what you just ran through the picks. They pick where. Vegas Seven? has the seventh pick, yep. All right, so does Vegas get involved in, in one of the young quarterbacks via the draft and try to build that way? Well, I think it depends. I mean, it depends on how, what's the sense of urgency there to win. I mean, I saw the report yesterday from Jeff, uh, I think it was, I forget who it was. Jeff Passan. No, it wasn't Passan. I don't know if it was Darlington or not. It was somebody that was just saying how how infatuated Mark Davis was with, with Brady. Then they were going to do, like, even if it was like, ownership stuff to try to get him to Vegas. Did you see the Devontae Adams tweet? I did. Where where he, he they said, what was it, like Vegas? Some Vegas Twitter handle said, where do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to go? And he said, my neighborhood. Yeah, which is funny, too, because it was it was Derek Carr that got him to come to Vegas. And then Derek Carr, see ya. See ya. That's kind of crappy. If they draft a young quarterback, you think there's any chance they would move on from Devontae Adams? Does Devontae Adams want to uh, want to move on? No, I, I mean, don't know. Wouldn't you want Devontae? Like it, they would probably go with Stidham for a while. They would stick with Stidham until the Stidham looked better ready. than I ever thought he would, though. Okay, so they stick with him and then and then develop the young quarterback. I I don't know what the I don't know what the urgency to win there is because you got a bunch of teams. I mean, Houston at two needs a quarterback. Well, Houston's going to get a quarterback right. at least Indy. at least one. Indy. I mean, Seattle has the fifth pick, depending on what they're going. I would imagine they're bringing Geno back if the money's right. I think Detroit likes golf. Vegas needs a quarterback. Atlanta probably needs a quarterback unless they're they like Desmond Ritter. You can't can you be sold on Ritter? No. Carolina needs a quarterback. Desperately. Do you do you know right now who the starting quarterbacks in the NFC South are? Uh right now in the right NFC now starting quarterbacks South. NFC South. Who I saw so this yesterday. Ritter. I don't even know that I I don't even know that I remember it. It was it was jarring. Bets instead it. <laughs> well you got you got Ritter Ritter at Ritter in Atlanta. Ritter's in Atlanta. You got Winston in uh, in New Orleans. Sam's got to be Carolina, right? No. No, he's a free agent. Ooh. Yeah, he's not. So then uh, it's this young kid. Oh, Yeah, Matt, Matt Corral? It's got to be him. Yeah. Matt Corral in Carolina. 
And what's and what's the other and and Tampa is is it Trask? Trask. Yeah, Trask. Oh, Trask. Yep. That's that. At the moment, that's the NFC South quarterbacks. Right. Yeah. That's, that's something, huh? That's not great. No, that's not great. But well, that's I, the I other just, thing it does too. It opens up Tampa. Well, Tampa's, but Tampa's in, not in financial situation where they can really add a, an expensive quarterback. They're way over the cap anyway. Yeah, I don't know how I, I don't know how attractive Tampa would be right now either. I'm not sure Todd Bowles is a great head coach. I don't know. He's a great head coach. They were broken this year with Tom Brady. Their offensive line kind of stinks. Feels yeah, like they're an older I, I team. No, no. And it, plus, it's an NFC team. Doesn't no. matter. They're not the, going to trade him to. They've said they're not going to trade him to an NFC team. Are we at the point where you you'll be heartbroken if Rodgers doesn't wind up on the Jets? Yes. Oh no. How could I not be? I oh, mean, we've no. done. We've taken all the steps. That scares me. It should scare you. That scares me because I know I, I, I God, God forbid that happens and he winds up somewhere else. God forbid he winds up on Miami, but anywhere else, having to deal with you and the negative energy on the show would be miserable. I'll be miserable. That's right. Which which hopefully doesn't make you miserable. So you can't put on like a brave face no. and say, you know what, I'll, I'll gut through it. If Rodgers winds up anywhere but the Jets, how about if Rodgers retires? Well, I think that's different, but still, it, it doesn't. It doesn't make me feel any better. So if Rodgers gets dealt to anybody other than the Jets, you're in a way. Even if he retires, I'll be in a way. Really? Yeah, because it's still, I mean, we still don't have a quarterback. Yeah, but you can get Derek Carr. Okay. Garoppolo. Well, we could still get Derek Carr. Right, absolutely. But if I mean, given, given how excited everyone is for the, the, the possibility of having this happen and Nathaniel Hackett being hired and everything else, yeah, it would be a letdown if Aaron Rodgers didn't get traded to the Jets. I have a hot take. Well, here it is. Let me write it down. You get, you get the sheet ready. RJ, it involves ready. you. Ready? Yeah, hold on. February 2nd. February two, 2nd, 2023. Two, so now all of a sudden you, you have found the the hot take sheet. You found it? Hey, look at your, your hot, sheet, uh, hot sheet take. RJ, how hot it, is this? Like how many? How many uh, it's emojis? not scalding because I don't think the player involved moves the needle all that much. But it, it's I think it's a pretty good take. Okay, here we go. Go right Matt, Tell me. Matt Ryan? Yep. Niners back up. Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. Solid. I like how you connected the dots right there. That's right. Makes perfect sense. You know what? Because I don't know that Purdy's going to be healthy. So then the more and more you read, the more and more he might not play next season. You can't trust Trey Lance as the only guy. Garoppolo's Ryan, out. What? what? Garoppolo's, Garoppolo's out. gone. They said yesterday Garoppolo is yep. gone. That's the take. That's the prediction. It's a nice, solid take. You, you so, like that So one. Matt Ryan's not the best option for the Jets, then, is what you're saying. No, how could you possibly think that? I've just, I've, I've heard it. I'm just you've heard making that, sure. You've heard that, well, what, why is this like a punchline? You've heard Matt Ryan is the best option for the Jets? Sounds like somebody doesn't know what they're talking about is what it sounds like. <laughs> it's exactly what it sounds like. So somebody out there is banging the drum for Matt Ryan. The Jets should go out and bring in Matt Ryan? Loudly. Smash, smashing the drum. <laughs> yep. That seems dumb, no? I don't think that person's on the same level as Channon. Channon's online, I, I, by the I way. I would agree with that, by the way. We have Channon on the line? Channon's on, yeah, but here's the thing, right? I hope he verbally berates you. If we bring in Channon, can it be civilized or is he going to go bananas? He can be very civilized. Should I do this or should we go to uh, Purple Belt Mike? You tell me. I don't even know what the Purple Belt is. I think it's, it's, it's a low-level belt. <laughs> what it's a right question. It's the yellow belt. What a question. Yeah, let's go to Channon. Stop. All right. I, I'm telling you, though, I don't want to start screaming. Channon in Perth Amboy. Hi, Channon. How you doing, buddy? How's it going, Dave, Little Giants, Rosenberg? How you feeling? I'm hearing in the streets my name has been run up and down today. No, I wouldn't say that's true. 
It's very true, Shannon. Uh, say, uh, I wouldn't say run up and down. Uh, we went we went back to we've never heard the name. I've never heard the name Channon before is all I said. And then, and then you questioned my football acumen. No, I did not. No, I did not. Oh, is that, that's no, I what did it not. Sounded like. Well, what, I what mean, you... we can all we can all use the Google to figure out that Derek Carr played for the Fighting Stephen Bakers. Oh no! Is that he, what you, he so, just so, challenged you? What do you want to do, Channon? You want, you want to drop the gloves right here, <laughs> right now? But, but my my question is: yeah. Is it that you have an eidetic memory, or do you actually know football? I think both. Wow. I think that. I think All right. Well, here, here you go. Here, here's a quick challenge for you. Name the five Cowboy wide receivers that wore 88 and the colleges they went to. I don't know that I want to play your game. Oh, that's a terrific question. Terrific question. I don't know that I want to play your game. It's not It's not Wednesday. Sounds like a fun game. Oh, I like this game. All right. Uh, Desmond Bryant. Uh, where do you go to Oklahoma State? Okay, there's one. Um... You know the one that's playing for the team now. Yeah, uh, C.D. Lamb uh, went to Oklahoma. Uh, Come on. Drew Pearson. Um, Uncle Drew. Would be, oh, he's an uncle. Um, Who else were 88 for the, oh, uh, the man that sweats like no one else. Michael Irvin. And don't think you mentioned where Drew and uh, Irv went to school. He sure, he sure didn't. Wow, this sure is didn't. this is you some of the best see, radio I've the, ever the, seen. The, the, the nastiness. They've teamed up against you. They both hate you. That's fine. And boy, sixes. Uh, Drew Pearson. I think he's a Jersey guy. I think he's a Jersey guy. Did he go to Tulsa? Yes, he went to Tulsa. Yes, he went to exactly that. And uh, come on, Michael I, Irvin. Michael I'll give Irvin. you. I'll give you Irvin went to the Hurricanes. Of so course, we're, we're at four. We got one left, baby. One left. What you got? One more cowboy. This is shaping up to be a, a real embarrassing segment for you. How so? Because you, you were challenged, and now you're you're teetering. This would have been fantastic for Stump Rothenberg yesterday. He's teetering. Because I can't think of the fourth eight or the fifth. He's been, eight he's been stunned. He's not nearly as I prominent as the, the other ones. I have to teach the use of Perth Amboy in about five minutes, Dave, so I don't have a lot of time. I'm thinking. You know what? I'm not going to be rushed. <laughs> don't be disrespectful to a teacher now. Alvin Harper was not 88. Oh. No, he was not. Or, um, but I'll give you, he went to Tennessee. Thank wow. you for that. He's not. Uh, he's not going to get this one, Chan. He, he, he's not going to get it. What number did What number did Tony Hill wear? He was also an eighty. Um. What number did Terry Glenn wear? Eighty three. Eighty three. Uh, you want a hit? I'll give no, you a hit. No, no. I want to. I want to try to think it through. Um. Because I'm sh- I'm sure it's got to be some kind of a big guy. At some point, I'm gonna have to wave. I'm gonna have to. He, yeah, he, you're gonna, gonna need a hit here. I, I, I do no, not. I, think I don't want a hit. One. You're not gonna get this one. Save him. Save, save him, Rick. I mean, someone's gonna have to throw in the towel here at some point. It was at the turn of the century, right, Chan? Just, just tell him. Yep. 
You want you want the college? You want part of the name? Antonio Bryant. There you go. Up from Pittsburgh. We got we got to step your watch. But by the by the by the way, by the way, I didn't Google anything. <laughs> All right. By the way, that's an embarrassing question. The fact that you're including Antonio Bryant with those other guys is embarrassing for you. I didn't, say, I didn't say great 88 greats. I said the 88. Stop it. That's all I said. Stop it. Thank you, Channing, for this today. I needed it. I mean, Thank it's you. Ter- a terrible call. Thank you so uh, much. Goodbye, Channing. It's a fantastic no, call. It's fantastic no call. Have a, have, a, have a great one, little giant. Oh. Uh, all right, Chafin. God. We appreciate the time there. Talk about being humbled. How was I humbled? How's that humble pie taste? Is it delicious? You're, you're an idiot. <laughs> Honestly, you, you, you might be an idiot. I got RJ in my ear trying to call it. I gave you as much time as I could. I, you know what? I, because I had to think it through. I'm RJ sorry. I don't consider. I'm sorry. I don't consider Antonio Bryant to be an all-time Cowboys '88. But he didn't say an all-time Cowboys '88. He said the so Cowboys. Just any re- guys that have worn '88. How said, about Mike Shepard? He said the Cowboys receivers. It's just stupid. It's, just, it's a ridiculous. You know what? If he would have asked for four, it would have been appropriate. The fact that I have to think of Antonio Bryant at seven o'clock in the morning shows Bryant. you that this man's football acumen. Way down. Antonio <laughs> Bryant was a Boletnikov winner. Don't it's disparage Boletnikov, him. but thank you. Not Boletnikov. That's Steve Boletnikov delivers the mail. Fred Boletnikov <laughs> is an all-time great receiver. Did you guys get the, did you guys see the hand gesture? All the way down. All the way! <laughs> this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Very nice people on Twitter today. Um very supportive of me and what just what just happened how about this butter hk prez awesome nobody would get that question you are my football idol see th- these are people that get it 
He got destroyed is what happened. No. The one right after that says, in all caps, get humbled. Uh, Big Mars, like the great Biggie said, when you're on top, everyone just wants to bring you down. Channon Sharp is a great A hater. He wakes up thinking of you. No, nice. no. I think that he wakes up and realizes that he just knows more football than you. You, you know that's not true. I, I Listen, I'm starting to question it. No, you're not. He talked to you like you were a little baby. Well, he's not. Listen, I don't want to get into personal things. But he's, <laughs> he's, not, he's not the same level as me. And he knows it. I don't know. That was a pretty good showing for his first uh, his first question ever on the show. The he had you he scrambling. Cons- the May have to get him on Stump Rothenberg weekly. He considers Antonio Bryant to what? be. He didn't say greats. He just said who. Why so does he happen to wear eight? He just because he happened to wear eighty eight. I was thinking Antonio Bryant. I remember everything about Antonio Bryant. Want to get him on after Andy every Wednesday? Who Antonio Bryant? No, Chafin. Shannon. So uh, disrespectful. Shannon. Whatever. Whatever. Let's go to whatever. Uh, whatever. I mean, want to get him on? Get him on. He'll ask me some, you know, something that in his <laughs> wheelhouse, like one of his Cowboys-esque questions. I we mean, the fact that he goes Cowboy, he can't, he can't go to my wheelhouse. We don't want you to he get Carpal Tunnel. near my wheelhouse. <laughs> don't want you to get Carpal Tunnel during Stump Rothenberg. You know what's amazing? Santiago, I make fun of him. He shuts down. He makes fun of me. I'm, I'm still here. I go nowhere. Oh, you power right through it. Power right through it. Right? I mean, I've gone after him recently, and he stops talking. It's not that you've gone after. It's that you get relentless. And eventually it's like, okay, I don't, I, what am I, I going to say at that point? You are very soft-skinned, very thin-skinned. Oh. <laughs> this is I, from the guy who, how many drops do we have of you yelling anytime somebody says anything, even remotely critical of you? But, but I don't stop talking. And neither do I. Oh, I no, that know. is true. You do quit the show, though. You have quit. I mean, you. But I. But I. But I never do. Quit. You quit weekly, daily. No, it's fine. I was just Pur- going on CMT, but yeah, right. you're right. Purple daily. belt. Mike is on ninety eight seventy ESPN. Hi, PBM. Hey guys, what's up? Uh, what's shout up? out to the company. Before I get anything, I just got to say one thing to Rick. Rick, I don't do some foo foo stupid focaccia martial art where you get a black belt in two years. For Brazilian jiu-jitsu, yeah. purple belt is right in the middle. White, blue, purple, brown, black. Yeah. How many people make it to purple? Not many. I've been no, training for four. eight years. That's Probably it. Four people have ever made it to purple. I'm just going off. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, purple belt, Mike, is that I'm just going off what Santiago told me. I have no idea. This is what oh. he tells me. Santiago? Yeah. Are you crazy? Yeah, Santiago. What, what do you know like? then, dude? Listen, what we didn't know it, we didn't know it was jujitsu. We we looked it up, and I just saw rankings, and they said that a purple belt was was not that high. Now that we have more information, we we can rank appropriately. Purple belt, Mike. You know who defended you the entire way? No, me. Let's go. Yeah, every step when they would make these awful, you know, nasty commentary, I was like, "That's purple belt, Mike." You don't know the effort and the time he puts in to become the master. That he is. Well, I'm not a master. You got to be a black belt to be a master. But well, I you know what I'm saying, though. On the ver- on the yeah. verge of. Yeah. Well, I keep training. I'm not going to. Maybe PBM comes in and he wrestles Santiago. Then. Yeah, I'd like to see that. All right, PBM. What do you got? All right. Um, you already touched on the Rogers stuff, so I wanted to do a different question and dirty X. So the Giants and the Jets both need to shore up the quarterbacks. So. Outside of the quarterback, what is one player you'd like to see on the team next year outside of the quarterback? 
Well, let me guess what Dave's going to say. How about Brandon Ayuk for the Giants? You know, Brandon Ayuk would, would look nice in, in Giants blue. <laughs> Very nice. You, you say that. Thanks for the call, Mike. You say that. Did you see what Brandon Ayuk liked on Instagram the I did. other day? Yeah, I talked. To, I asked you about that yesterday. You don't find that a little bit interesting? It's a little interesting, yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I think any guy like that, well, I mean, they fancy, I mean, he, he probably fancies himself like a number one wide receiver, and he wants to get paid like a number one wide receiver. That's right. San Francisco, he's not their number one guy. He's not their number one. He's not even their number two option. Do you want to be the guy that has 52 catches a year, or do you want to be the man? I want to be the man. Yeah, exactly. He could be the man here. All right, here's the, the question. You want T. Higgins or you want Brandon Ayuk? <laughs> yes. Um, if you had to choose one. Probably Higgins, but both would be immensely attractive. Well, yeah, of course they would be. Look I mean, at your wide receivers. Like 20, he's like 24 years old. Right. Uh, see, I could see Joe Burrow taking a page out of the Tom Brady playbook. I can. I, 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 listen, Mahomes you know kind of worked his deal like that. To keep Jamar Chase, because they're going to have to pay Jamar Chase. They're going to have to pay T. Higgins. You know what? Let's um, let's take less money, or let's make a very team-friendly deal so you can pay all the guys so we can be good for a long time. Yeah, let's structure this thing where we can keep we can keep the number reasonable. He's going to make his money. Oh, he's going to make any deserves every penny of it. Ira Staten Island. Good morning, Ira. Hey, good morning, Dave. Good morning, Rick. And I tell you, I think what's happened with this whole Rogers situation. For granted, does he give you a better ticket to the Super Bowl? Absolutely, a two championship game. But I think what's happened because it's all speculation. Nobody knows what Rogers internally is really thinking. At the end of the day, and this is not a knock, the the uh, frenzy that the fan base and that the media and the people that report football have gotten the Jets fans into is that anything will be a failure. But when you really take a step back and look at it, okay, if Rodgers is out of the picture, okay, Derek Carr is a really good quarterback. You know, I, I, I consider him a top 15 quarterback. And what the Jets have produced over the last 10, 12 years at the quarterback position, with that defense, with the people that they have on school position players, a guy like Derek Carr, could have a lot of success with this team. Will he get to a Super Bowl? I can't answer that question. But I just think the frenzy that's been uh, driven to get Rodgers has made the fan base just so insane. Rodgers could turn around and Woody Johnson could offer him $200 million. If Rodgers don't want to come here, he's not going to come here. Yeah, but Ira, let's not pretend like the the Jets haven't played right into this whole thing. With the, with the well, recent that hires that they just made. Right. They, they are doing everything they can, Ira, to try to make this the most attractive place for Aaron Rodgers. And, and, and they should. They, they, they absolutely should. But they could only go as far as they could go. If the man don't want to be here, you can't put blame on the Jets. Okay? I mean, Tannenbaum got on a plane with Mangini. He went down to Favre's house. They banged it out. And he came back and he became a Jet. Douglas, you know, once... Once things open up and, you know, I know the tampering period, whatever it is, but once the Packers say he could uh, seek a trade, Douglas got to be at the footstep of, of Rogers' house, and he's got to sit there, and he can't take a no. If the guy turns him down, he turns him down. But the only risk I have here, I got to be careful, because I can't lose out on a guy like Derek Carr if Rogers is going to swing me along to April. No, I, and I don't think he's going to. And thanks for the call, Ira. You, you, you're right. You can't do that. You can't miss out on Garoppolo, miss out on Carr, be holding the bag, and then Rogers like, you know what? I think I'm going to retire. Then you look ridiculous if you're the Jets. Yeah, but it sounds like, I mean, from what Aaron Rodgers said on Tuesday on Pat McAfee is that the, the Green Bay Packers are having conversations without him right now. Yeah. I don't know what I, that means. I think I, you're going to know. 
I think you're going to know. Well, you have to with the Derek Carr thing because Derek Carr, I mean, that's that's close to having some sort of resolution. Yes, it, it certainly is. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. RJ's very stressed out. It's 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 interesting to hear him like this. Why is he stressed out? Because I mean, he was. Uh, listen, I'm going to be. I'm going to take everyone right behind the curtain. Take us right behind. When you were uh, challenged by Channon, he was in my ear like, "We got to wrap this up. We got to wrap this up." What do you mean wrap it up? Throwing the towel. You can't uh, ask a five-part question. Five parts. Actually, well, it's actually a, ten a, parts. A ten-part question. I think that's going to get answered like that. Well, we we were bamboozled then because we you get to like the four-minute mark of a question and it it's just time. It's just time. It, it you know what it takes then, then maybe you should have done better screening him. Oh, yeah. No, he went. This this was rogue. <laughs> maybe you, Mister No Bluetooth, No No Speakerphone, should have done a better job. Listen, lashing out. Yeah. So you're saying you're saying he's a man that can't be controlled. He's out of control. He's Channon, and he's nuts. Is what you're I'm saying? I'm not saying he's nuts. I'm just saying that was not covered in the screening process. It's not typically of of my questioning. Do you plan to ask a ten part trivia question? So so is it fair to say he's out of control? Uh, I don't think he's out of control entirely, but perhaps in that moment, yeah. Uh, Raymond, you know Channon, right? Yeah, I wouldn't define that as out of, out of control. Out of control. I wouldn't define that as out of control. Maybe a little, little free range on you, but uh, not out of control. A, a ten part question is more than a little free range. Now, now it's ten part. I like how this keeps, not, keeps adding. Let's see, five parts and then another five parts makes ten parts. No, I think it's all interchangeable. You, you'd follow this guy to the depths of hell, wouldn't you? <laughs> Possibly. You're unbelievable. Possibly. <laughs> what did this guy ever do I've for no, you? I've known him a lot longer than I've known you. All right. Well, you know, obviously you like him better than you like me. It's fine. I think it's I safe mean, to say Shannon's his guy. Yeah. It's fine. I don't Whatever. think I've ever been publicly shouted down as, you know, as you do to me now, on a weekly now, basis now when here. You, when, you, when, you, when you're introduced to this gentleman, were you, were you like, I'm not familiar with that name? <laughs> no, not oh, at all. Like, oh, Shannon. <laughs> no, not at all. This is football I was coach. a child. He was yes. a coach. A <laughs> That's. It's not something that you consider. It's would that be something that you did? Like, hey, look at it's it's the new uh, it's Dave Rothenberg, freshman uh, coach. I've never heard the name Channon before. <laughs> no, Dave would attack him with a tennis racket for having a bad name. Not oh. not as a freshman, as like an eight year old. I did it one time. You know what? You have one moment, and now it defines you. I think it just it's a it's a glimpse into who you are as a person. Yeah, not really. Poke it, guys. Really. Poke it. 
I get, you smashed the kid in the face with a racket. He taunted me. It, what you, it's a tennis match. You're not supposed to smash someone in the face with a racket. I don't feel great about it. <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to do? I don't feel great about it. Anyway, RJ's completely stressed out because I told you I have this great story. And he, and he goes, how will I know if I've covered the story? I was like, I'll say you got you, that's the one I had. He's like, well, how, when will you do it? Like, this story has him completely stressed out, but it's a, gr- it's a great story. And then he's like, will it be in Stuff You Missed? Will it be in Observations? Will it be in DHEV? If you don't do it by the end of Observations and DHEV, I will incorporate the story. Is that fair? Yeah, I don't understand why. You, you can understand why he's stressed, though, because like, you're messing no. with the feng shui of his segments. Yeah, I don't like what you're doing. Right. I forget it. Then I won't do the story. No, no, you're going to do the story, but just that. Uh, can you give him a hint as to what is it? A DHIF story or is it a knob? It could, it could, it, it could be a knob. It could be a DHIF. I wow. don't think it'll be a, a sim. So it's that versatile that it can be. So it I, feels... I think, I think so. All right. Uh, so I'll why, tell why you what. You just tell him if if he does it, then tell him he did it. That well, the, that's what I said. He's like, okay. well, how will I know? I was like, how will you know? I'll say that's the story I had. All right, let's go to Jose in Brooklyn. Good morning, Jose. You're on ninety-eight-seven. Good, good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. How are you? Uh, I'm doing all right. I want to um, ask the que- um, answer to your question, Dave, which is I-, I won't be too upset if Aaron Rodgers is not in a Jet uniform next year. And the reason I won't be too upset is because we've seen this game and dance with Rodgers before with the offseason. And I'm not going to be too uh, – if you're giving me the option of possibly having – Derek Carr at OTAs and training camp on time and building the continuity with the other guys, then I'm going to choose that option, to be honest, because we can't wait all the way to the middle of training camp for Aaron Rodgers. Why to be would a you possibly on. think that Aaron Rodgers is going to take to the middle of training camp, though? Because he's that much of a diva and he's exactly like Brett Favre. He's doing everything like Brett Favre did with his possible exit. I yeah, but I don't know. If, I don't know if if Aaron Rodgers has a team in mind that he wants to end up with. Like I think it was clear that that, Aaron, that Brett Favre was going to leave, and the only they way he to go could to Minnesota, get, right, was to use was to use the Jets. And I love how revisionist history. Yeah, it didn't work out, but still, I mean, at the time before he got hurt, we're eight and three, eight and three, and then it got hurt. He got hurt and didn't say anything to anybody. Right. Yeah, you're exactly right. Here's the thing. The Aaron Rodgers thing, especially because the the other most viable option, I think for for most Jets fans, when you talk about productivity, availability, if it's not Rodgers, I think the second best choice for most people would be Derek Carr. I agree. Okay, that's coming to a conclusion fast. They have to make a decision on that three days after, within three days after the Super Bowl, whether they're going to cut him, he accepts a trade or not. Because what I think is going to happen is. He's probably going to, they'll, they'll probably field trade offers for him. And if I was him, what I would do is is I would probably just say, no, I'm not going anywhere, make them cut me, and then just be a, a, a free agent. Well, because that's better for your new team, too. It's better for your new team, and depending on, I mean, what the market is. Like, he's got, like, his money, so this is how it works. So if if they don't trade, they have a three-day window after the Super Bowl to cut to cut him. And the cap, the salary cap it hit if they cut him is only going to be five point six million. Okay, if not, if they don't if they don't cut or trade him, they're going to have this is why they're going to have to cut him if he doesn't accept the trade. His thirty two point nine million dollars salary for next season and the seven and a half million of his salary for twenty twenty four would become fully guaranteed would become guaranteed. And they can't have that happen. No. And that happens when 
That happens. They have a three-day window but after the Super Bowl. The, so, so that do they have to agree in principle on the trade? Because when does the actual league window start? Like, when does the league year start? That can't happen till yeah, till March. So they have to agree on a trade, right? But they can't actually execute the trade until the the league year starts, which is in March. That's correct. Okay. All right. So we'll know soon. Yeah, you're gonna have to figure out that they're gonna have to figure out what they're doing with him soon. All right. Good. So we have we should have resolution to this. I, you know what? By that time, by three days after the Super Bowl, you better have had sat down and had conversations with Aaron Rodgers too. I think I have to listen. I have to imagine that they're behind the scenes having conversations with Green Bay and hopefully getting a feel as to whether Aaron Rodgers would be amenable to coming to the Jets. Otherwise, because I was like, oh, it's the media. Well, it's not just the media. It's the Jets making the moves that they just the, made. The Jet, I mean, if you if you want to get a player or get a coach or get anyone, wouldn't you make that that landing spot as comfortable for, for that person as humanly possible? Well, especially when you hear how Aaron Rodgers talks about about Hackett. Like, it's more than just the coaching thing. Like, I was I was listening to some of the stuff. It's just, like, with his family. Like, this is this is one of his guys. But it's why, I mean, it's why Denver did it. Of course it is. They thought they were going to get Rodgers. They didn't. Now maybe the Jets can But I think, but here's the thing, though. I think last year, I don't think Green Bay was resigned to the fact. I think they were still trying hard to keep him. And give it one last shot. I think they're resigned to the fact that this is that was probably it. Ah, uh, for the Jets' sake, hopefully so. Let let's let's do a quick one eighty, and then we'll give over to RJ. He's been on on hold for so long, and it's it's a good point he wants to get into. Glenn and Yonkers. Good morning, Glenn. Hey guys, uh, thanks uh, for taking my call. Uh, love the show. Um, my point is, Scott Rowland is going into the Hall of Fame, right? Right. And but how is Keith Hernandez not in the Hall of Fame? I don't. I don't. It's know. a great question. Uh, it's like more uh, more gold gloves. Probably the best. He's the greatest defensive first baseman of all time. He's an MVP. Scott Rowland doesn't have an MVP. Uh, he was on two World Series winning teams. Like, am, am, am I nuts for thinking no, Keith Hernandez no. should be in there? Keith, you know what it feels like next to the call. It feels like defense in Major League Baseball is secondary. And it feels like it should well, be no. primary. Well, hold time out. No, I mean, no, because that was one of the things they used for Scott Rowland to get in was the defense. Yeah, Keith, Keith Hernandez was a great, not not good, a great defensive first No, he was phenomenal. The best ever. That's got to I mean, uh, Ozzie Smith was a great shortstop defensively. Great. Was a no doubt, no brainer Hall of Famer. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, I don't think it's me being biased. Keith Hernandez was a great player. And his numbers are, are are right there with a lot of guys that get into the hall right now. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. I think that Don Mattingly should be a Hall of Famer. I think that I why Andrew Jones. I mean, talking about defense. I mean, has there? I mean, you make the argument he's the best defensive center fielder of all time. Awesome. So why is he not? And how many? He had what? Well over four hundred home runs, right? Andrew Jones. Why he's not in right now and, and Scott Rowland is makes no sense to me because he's well, on again, the he's on the ballot wanna, right now. I, I I hate doing this. I think it's so unfair to to go after Scott Rowland. Because he's he's the no one's going after one. Scott Rowland. Well, you're saying that he he shouldn't be in, and, and this other guy should be. No, no. If he's no, no. I'm not saying he shouldn't be in. But if he's in, there's no reason that Andrew Jones shouldn't be. Yes, in. Andrew Jones should be in. He, here's what I would say. Then we can move on to. He's numbers. got 434 home runs, and he was he was on a team that was competitive every single year. He did not do it in anonymity. Is I feel like with baseball, they don't know exactly why they're putting certain guys into the hall and why they're not. The way the ballot system works is, is stupid too. Where it's like, well, I want to keep this guy on the ballot, and I know this other guy's going to get plenty of votes, so I won't vote for him, and I'm going to vote. I'm going to use my vote here to keep this guy on the ballot. That's stupid. 
It, it makes no sense. And some, of the, and some of this stuff is so stupid, man. Like, I, we could spend a whole show talking about the things in sports that are so dumb. And how does Scott Rowland get 10% of the votes and then he gets into the Hall of Fame five years later? How does that happen? That doesn't make any sense. No sense. All right, RJ, I know there's a lot of stress today because of the, the dangling story, but it's now time for your Thursday edition of Observations. Don't you ever talk about me! Who was talking about you? This is a knob. I'll handle this the way I want to handle it now that I'm here. You f***ed it up to begin with. This. Heavy f***er don't even know how to play football, all right? He's also a knob. That's a clown question, bro. And these are observations. And they're brought to you by Jack Pocket. So away we go. Dave clouding my judgment. Clouding the segment, really. Clouding the show. I think you're being a tremendous man. You've muddied the waters for RJ. Yep. I don't like what you're doing. So, Tom Brady's retirement hit a lot of people in unique and different ways. Not my story. Okay. You're safe here. All right. (laughs) And I got to tell you, this this person who, who finds himself on this segment, by all accounts, seems like a really nice guy. Someone near and dear to Dave's heart is Sean O'Hara, former Giant. Who, by every understanding, really Rutgers. nice man. I mean, listen, uh, don't don't be mad because you were you were got earlier. I was not oh. got. I were got. So you took the segment till seven seventeen, just far too long. So <laughs> I think, however, though, when when we're talking about Brady, this from NFL Network yesterday, just just a a bit much. This is a, a huge moment, not just for Tom Brady, not just for the NFL, but like for all of us. You know, look, uh, people remember where they were when JFK was assassinated. You remember where you were with 9 11. Can I tell you something? Can I interrupt you real quick? He, his first start was a week after 9 11. That's how long like, ago he's been playing. I was, I came out the same year as him, 2000, and he's still playing. 23 years. That's a long time. But I, I'm going to remember this. Like, I'm going to remember who I'm, I'm with. Like, Kyle's going to remember he was in Vegas. Um, you, you're going to remember where you were when Tom Brady announced his official retirement. Oh, no, that's terrible. Am I wrong for... No. Yeah. No. Yeah. You remember it's where the you second were retirement, when, you were though. when JFK was shot and when, when 9-11 happened? I mean, really? Well, plus, it's the second retirement. Yeah, we'll see if it even takes. No, this one's going to take. The, the, that, that's, that's an... I, I love Sean O'Hara. That's really that's tough. not good. That's one of your guys. All. It's okay. My, my, my guys can make mistakes. Worst take, worst take. That take, or Tom Brady's only won three more Super Bowls than Joe Montana? That take. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, what are we doing? Oh, I oh. wish Don would come out to defend himself. It's only three more than Montana. It's only three more than Bradshaw. Like, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. That's almost double. Peter was probably like, wait, what, Don, stop. What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, but why does he, but Peter tries to be nice about it. It's like he's like, he's you nervous wanna, you, to you step in. Jump him? And could you imagine if I said he's only got three oh. more? You'd strangulate me. No, I actually felt bad the other day because we got into it. We got into an argument, and I called you an idiot. And then after the show, I'm like, God, that was nasty. I shouldn't have done that. He called you an idiot like an hour ago. I know, but I just, I listen. I have a heart. He doesn't. <laughs> I have a heart. Questionable. Mm. Um. So, by by the way, I, I felt like I was being mocked yesterday by the football universe. What? So, I, I don't know how how you all are when. One of your teams loses. There comes a time where it's frustration, sadness, anger, and yep. then then the the cycle for me turns to, all right, let me just find something else. Like in my, in my personal time, because I I was just consumed, all consumed with Niners videos, 
interviews, press conferences, articles, everything. So now I have, you know, some things entertainment wise. I was like, let me, let me, let me try and get to some things that I've put mm-hmm. off. What? So, what? <laughs> Just a suggestion. <laughs> so this is what he does, RJ. He tra- he, he like tries to interrupt yeah. you consistently. It makes me yeah. feel better. I'm just I'm suggesting things. So so you guys are, are big show people. I don't know if you've if you've partaken in Welcome to Wrexham. It's I never the, I never even heard of it. So it's a Hulu it's the vehicle. Ryan Reynolds vehicle. Yeah, I, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, that's when he owns the soccer team. Ryan Reynolds and Rob uh McElhaney buy a like lowest of low like Brooklyn Cyclones type of uh soccer team in Wales and the goal is to try to you know, put some money into it and, and elevate it and all that stuff. Safe space, right? No football here. American football. The very first thing. The very first scene. Jimmy Garoppolo. No. Oh. Rob McElhaney explaining why, because he really doesn't know a ton about soccer, he wants to get involved in the soccer team because of his love for the Eagles. And the very first scene is at Lincoln Financial Field talking about the Eagles. Firstly, wow. I'm not trying to be a jerk. Mm. I'll have to look him up. Who is Rob McElhaney? He was in uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Always Sunny, yeah. I don't, I've never seen that. Show. Okay. He's funny. What well, you never seen that show's hilarious. It's Philadelphia. He's clearly not I'm interested. Not watching things about Philadelphia. It's, it is a pretty good show. So, anyways, um, he kind of looks like a young Ralph Macchio. Um, maybe. So no, he does not look like yeah. Ralph Macchio. Well, if you were able to do what I'm able to do, where I can look the kid at from the the kid from thing. the new show, the recruit looks a little bit like Macchio. This so does Rob McElhaney. <laughs> so uh, Max Crosby was on the Bussin' with the Boys podcast. Mm-hmm. Spoke about one Joey Bosa. Did not speak fondly about him. Not at all. Dude had a meltdown and blaming the refs. And I see dudes blaming the linemen hold all the time. Refs don't call it. Like, I'll never be that guy, bro. I think that, you know, like that is so weak to me. Like, you're going to get held. Like, I'm, I know I get held all the time, bro. You watch the Rams last drive against us. Bro, I was getting literally tackled. But I'm not going to go and double down and go look like a little crybaby. You know what I mean? That's not me. I love it. Crybaby. I love it. I actually think that, listen, I mean, that wasn't a great look for him, but I, I thought the look with him going back and forth with Eagles fans was, was gross, too. He said some not nice things. It was nothing to be gained from that. You can see you're being videotaped. Yeah, what, are, what are you doing? Though? What are you doing, man? If you're going to go to the game, you have to know they're going to go after you. Right, and then, but it continued. It wasn't just the outside. Then he's in the suite, and he's still doing it. I forget who it was. There was a, a wife of one of the players from this past weekend. And she said, I will never go back to Philadelphia again. She said, I was terrified. They are awful. I will never go back to that city again and watch a football game. Oh, I saw that. It was Fred Warner's wife. Sounds a lot like my wife. What do we do? I mean, honestly, like, is this funny? Yeah, Fred Warner's wife said things were shouted at her, thrown at her. Yeah. It's a source of pride for them. I'm telling you. like, Like, they gather around. And they're like, you know, what we did. We've now, now Mrs. Warner will never come back to watch foot. Like it, that's that's a badge of honor for them. Absolutely. Yes. To answer your question, not I mean, they not, love it. Not every Eagles fan, but a lot of them. There's yeah. a the problem is when you get seventy thousand people in one place, even if it's one percent, like it's still a number that could impact a lot of people. W- would you say that there are some, maybe like an Andrew Gunling, who's horrified by the way they act? Or yes, no? yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But but the, and, and again, RJ's right. Like the vast majority of them are not like that, but that the the little bit that is like that are very vocal and very proud. Yeah, I mean, think about it. You get seventy thousand people. I don't know what the capacity at the link is, but you get seventy thousand people. And even if you get one, literally one percent, that's seven hundred people. So if you scatter those seven hundred people out, like that, they can impact a lot of people's experience. They sure could.
Great uh, math right there on the fly, RJ. I, I think, thank you. Oh I think Sunny Brockport. I think Buffalo was like that a little bit, but they got so focused on like th- hurling themselves through things on fire and tables that they kind of nice. yeah they, they hurt themselves. Yeah, they, they got hurt other people. But they well, were, wasn't it Buffalo that throw, they, they were throwing the sex toys on the field. Yep, that yes. Buffalo? Yeah, that's another <laughs> point of pride. <laughs> they got distracted by some other things, so that so they're less mean to visiting fans now, and they're more. I, I, they're proud they got their moment in the in the sun. Um, uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling. He had six catches for 116 yards and a touchdown. The AFC Championship game. That's a nice outing against the Bengals. They needed him because everyone else got hurt, it seems. Uh, after the game, he took the opportunity not to take the high road, but to call out everyone's favorite player and former giant, Eli Apple. You get the big penalty on Eli Apple. That's the hold. That's an automatic first down. What about that play? Yeah, you know, I was just whooping him all game. You know, that was just another play where he couldn't couldn't cover me well enough. Got the flag, and we we moved it up. People do not like. No Don't one. You see this? You see what Apple said? He said, "I'm going to trash talk forever, and if it works, great. If it doesn't work, that's fine too." The problem is, it works way less than. Yeah, it but does. shouldn't you be good if you trash talk? He's just not that good. That was always my fear. If I would, I would trash talk, and then the guy would light me up, and I would look like a jackass. Yeah, but it seems like he walks away and he's like, oh, well, I tried. I don't no big deal. Him, yeah. Oh, well. Cancun on three. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I haven't touched on this. This happened uh, a few days Uh-oh. ago. Let's Uh-oh. touch it. Touch it. it. I'm, I'm worried this could be it. Arian Foster. No, not it. Wow. Wow. So okay. we made it. All right. Mm-hmm. Arian Foster uh, on the PFT Commenter podcast. A lot of people, a, a troubling amount of people, I would say. I would think a lot of it comes from the... Uh, gambling world is where this originates. But a lot of people, I think you guys would share the sentiment, talking about the NFL being fixed after this weekend. It was basically impossible not to run into someone that, that shared this thought. Uh, Arian Foster, in what I really hope is a joke, talked about the NFL being rigged. Uh, we're really dedicated to it. So it was more so like um, that's what practice was about. It was about practicing the script. Like this is what goes on and this is what we have to do mm-hmm. in order to. Yeah. And this referee is going to miss this call yeah, because they hate you yeah. and they love the Colts. Yeah, that sort like, of thing. Uh, WWF. So it's like, yeah, yeah. we know what's going to happen, but you still got to put on a show. It was clearly a joke. Yeah. If, you can, if you keep listening to it, the it, one I, guy, it has to be. The one guy asked him, uh, how did you react to when you got the script that your, your career was going to fall off a cliff? <laughs> <laughs> you know, strangely enough, there's a picture here of Aaron Foster. I don't know if you guys have seen it hanging in the hallway. I know. I saw that. There is. Yeah, yeah right. when you go to the office, oh, it's right there. That's what I thought you meant. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> no, uh, you were horrified for a second. Because yeah, like, this is Dave. A morbid Dave who watches <laughs> serial killer docs. Could see, um, I could see how could you how you would end up there. Thank you. At least Raymond for once has my back. Wait a second. I, no, I didn't know there was a, a Arian Foster photo in the hallway. No. I, I'll show you. It's one of the only real people in this in the whole office. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the only one besides the four of us. <laughs> uh, so, Dave, I ask you now. Do you want to do your story here, or should we move on to? DF? I'll do it here. But let, let me just ask you um, quickly. Mm, yeah. Your your did it happen in Florida? What's what's the the genre of it? Basketball. Uh oh. Same story. What, Are, what what kind of basketball? Uh, d- youth to to high school basketball. Why don't you go ahead then? Uh, all right. This is That's it. how we do it when you're real in Florida. All right, got the visual on the mail. He is naked doing push-ups at the entrance of the food store here. Did it happen in Florida? Because there ain't no better place in the world to live than right here, dude. It should be a two-drink minimum anywhere you walk in. Come on vacation, leave on probation. And you will come back on violation. All right, so the audience has been trimmed here since Dave knows this story. 
This, uh, is, this is a great story, by the way. Yeah, uh, Ray Dinan tipped me off to this. But by the way, I think he's at this point, he, he's been elevated to, to DF Senior Advisor on story and content. He's the consigliere of the He's a contributor, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's higher than that. He's, he is elite. So, Dave, I guess you'll have to stay, stay, stay quiet here. Go ahead. Uh, every, every coach out there, and feel free, Dave, to jump in if I'm missing something, always looking for an angle, right? Dave, you're a coach. Always looking for that angle, uh, as is Rick, to get that small advantage around the margins, right? Within reason, I think that's fair to say. Sure. Yes. Well, here's where that line gets blurred. Did you just call Dave a coach? I am. He's a coach. coach. It's like a rec league, <laughs> fun so league. So what? Dave, what's your record? Uh, we are out. The team record or my personal record oh. this season? <laughs> here's where you separate yourself. Can right. I have both, please? Uh, we are five and five overall. I am five and three. Oh wow! So you've, wow, you've, two losses. Yeah, you've hit the losing. You've hit the skids. We, we've lost three in a row. Two of the three overtime. So what do you plan to do to get the team motivated? Well, we have them running. <laughs> Herb Brooks? Yeah, until you, you puke. That's that's, that's probably great. a violation. I think they're 12. <laughs> so, 12 to 16. Um, so a head coach in a place, of which I can't mention, figured that their team needed a little more, shall we call it, veteran savviness on the floor. So the answer here, according to this assistant coach, this 22-year-old, was going to suit up and impersonate a 15-year-old. And that's not even the most troubling part because the co- the coach got on the floor and the game started with the coach in the game. The coach recorded a block, dove into the stands, <laughs> got a loose ball, uh, drove the lane at one point, shot some free throws, did all of this without being recognized. Uh, finally, someone catches on and says, you know what, I think that's... That's, that's, a, that's a woman. That's, I love it. That That's a coach on yeah. the team. That's a grown adult. That's a, that's a woman. By the way... Um, I'm being told that it was 13 and 14 year olds. So I, I saw that they were trying to impersonate a 13 year old, but the, the the age range in the game spanned up to 15. Okay, and this was a 22 year old. That's correct. Assistant. 22 year old assistant. Uh, eventually, people catch on. This assistant and the varsity coach who encouraged the behavior uh, both fired. It's like Kramer dominating the dojo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you gotta love the effort though, diving into you know, on the on the floor, into the stands. At a certain point does she like consider like, am I doing too much here? Am I am I gonna give this away? I will tell you this. Mm-hmm. That goes beyond scope of anything I would even consider doing. You, I hope. You mean, I really hope. You mean we couldn't consider we couldn't uh, mistake you for a sixteen year old? No, not me. Like I I, <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't put an assistant coach who was like 20, 21 out there with 13 or 14 years. I say we try and get you out there with the tight yeah. jersey on. He could pass. He could totally pass for <laughs> yeah, a 13 like, year old. I, I'm great. Look at this. Look at this busty young young man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I ask you, did this happen in Florida? While you chew on that, Rick, I'll let you know you're listening to DPH on Rothenberg on 98.7 ESPN, WEPN, FM, New York. That's well-timed. Oh, thank you. I'm going to say, I don't like doing this solo. I'm going to say... Well, Raymond's going to play, too. Yeah, but you're saying well, the, pro- the problem Florida, is... If this is Florida, it's probably encouraged that no one gets fired. I'm going to say not Florida. <laughs> All right, right. The, pro- the problem is I'm in the same boat as RJ. I I, I know, so... Wow. Uh, audience I'm, I'm by myself? You're audience. by yourself. So does that change anything? Can I play? No, I'm, stick- I'm sticking with it. No, not Florida. Well, we've never done this before. Dave, you can actually give the answer if you like. The answer is... Not Florida. Rick, you are correct. This happened in Virginia. Not all that far from Florida, but it happened in Portsmouth, Virginia. It's a great story, RJ. Well done.
Highlights of the video were actually obtained by a TV station, WAVY. You, you could see this. There's video of this? There's video yeah, of this. Video of her, like, dominating. She's, and, <laughs> and she's making these blocks, and she's, like, you know, so excited, too. This is like the plot of one of those terrible mid-90s movies. You could totally see this being a movie. Doesn't it feel like like, like they've changed bodies, and all of a sudden this, this young mind has gone into an older body who has all the knowledge? Yeah, I can't believe like I can't believe I'm I'm, much, I'm this much bigger and smarter than everybody else. It's right. time for me like, to dominate. Did Matthew Perry and Zac Efron have this movie? I don't know if it was a Matthew. I don't know if it was Matthew Perry. Zac Ef- Efron was in a movie like that. A movie like that. Kirk Cameron was in one of these with like Judge Reinhold. Like did, they, 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 Dudley Moore was in one of these movies. Dave, we drop you in with the 16 year old you coach. How do you think you fare? Not great. You get dominated. <laughs> yeah, not great. Just like Shannon dominated him. Although you know what? Stop it. Stop it. I'm just telling the truth. That's you what know, RJ you told know, me. You know you're inaccurate, and you know you're lying. You know you're full of crap. I, that's that's not nice that you said I stuff mean, like Shannon that. I mean, Shannon said but... you need faster Wi-Fi to get the answers faster. So, so you think I was cheating? I don't think so. That's what Shannon okay. said. All right, well, Shannon's a bad guy. Hmm. I don't know if he's a bad guy. <laughs> R- Raymond, let's be honest. He has skeletons in the closet, right? None, none that I know. None that you well, That's why they're in the closet. You were right. It was Matthew Perry, by the way. Good call. See you. Wow. This is what I do. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.